The Weekly Harvest, an in-depth look at the Brandon Weekings and the WHL. Washman trying to come up with it for Allison. Here's Allison right in front. He scores! Brandon Jr. Hockey fans, you've waited two decades for this. In the league's 50th anniversary, your Wheat Kings are the champions. And that sort of thing. And all right. One of us, it sounds like we may be getting a little feedback, but we're going to try this out. Welcome to the Weekly Harvest. We are doing this live tonight with a very special all goalie episode. I think we got a bit of an echo feedback, but uh, you got Falco here, you got Crow. And as you can see on to the stream, we have got, first of all, Wheat King goaltender coach Tyler Plant. We might as well go look at that beard. Old this guy first. Look at that beard. While Falco's clicking buttons trying to figure it out, uh, we've got. Jordan Paperni on the screen as well. He's at home in Edmonton. And uh, Yuri Patera, it's 3 in the morning in the Czech Republic, and he's uh, joining us as well. Uh, Logan Thompson, who has uh, always been a bit of a rule breaker, uh, is late is is late to the party. So we're going to wait for Logan Thompson. He's probably busy watching his goaltender fight over and over to make sure that he, has, he can give us the right play-by-play uh, -play -play of it. But I'll start with you, Tyler. I know you've got kids and a real estate business and everything else to keep you busy, but what have you been doing over the last month and a bit without any hockey? I'm not going to lie. I was really looking forward to this call. It gave me some structure in my life. <laughs> it's been a lot of couch sitting. I'm a, I'm a professional power walker. Uh, I go for, I even holding the weights lately, walking around town and uh, just trying to keep busy. I mean, uh, it's a weird time as I'm sure you guys all know. And, uh, just trying to keep uh, healthy and, and happy and spend a lot of family time, that's for sure. Well, we got LT now in, I don't know, LT. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> Give us How's a thumbs up if you can hear us. Yeah, I can you, hear you. What's up? All right. Well, then I'll lead into you, LT. What have you been up to? Are you still down south? Are you back home? What's going on? We're going to oh, in LT. He shows up 10 minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> i'm back in brandon now and i'm just just doing runs and kind of staying active as i can but uh just hanging on brandon yeah yeah uh, my bad where's yuri is yuri here oh there he is yeah what's going on yuri it's uh what time is it three in the morning in the czech republic yeah. uh, thanks yeah, for getting three. up for us he was on yeah, time I didn't, I didn't go to bed dude i've been trying to get this on my computer this whole time this is a whole process i used the username and password he sent Sure, LT. Sure. Yeah, I saw well, your uh, fucking cod. <laughs> yeah, he's probably in a in a game. <laughs> well, Paps, you didn't get a chance to chime in. Paps, what's uh, what's been going on? Are you still taking classes, or is that all shut down? What's going on with you? Yeah, so all our classes got moved to online. Um, so I've just been doing everything remotely, and uh, I had a final actually this morning, and I went tomorrow morning, and then I'm I'm done, free for uh, free for the summer. Was it difficult to, to transfer from one school to another or was it pretty seamless? Yeah, it was, there's a little bit of a process that goes into it. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of like being traded in a way. Like you, you go to a whole new team with like a different group of guys and you meet up like every, they've got a culture there. They got to kind of already everything set in place. So it is a little bit different, but it was good. It was a good change. Well, Paps, uh, one of your former goalie partners had himself a interesting year this year down in South Carolina, LT. Uh, you got into a goalie fight. Now, who else in this room has been in one? Tyler, you been in a goalie fight? <laughs> what is what Logan's? Are we going to classify that as a fight? 
Well, I think on the score sheet, <laughs> on the score sheet, it was listed as a fight, but that could just be the referee's discretion. <laughs> like a pillow fight. <laughs> oh, I mean, I got nothing to say to Plotter. I got nothing to say to that guy. Everyone else was really supportive. Um, Plot was support, or uh, Paps was supportive. Yuri was. Everyone supportive except for Plot, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> I I didn't even get a chance to see it before he had texted it to me. Oh. <laughs> I'm somewhat of a self-promoter. <laughs> what started that, uh, LT? Did, did, did you start that? Or I know there was a bit of a brawl going on, but who made the first move? No, it was a delayed penalty. So I was just skating to the bench. And then, uh, yeah, I guess kind of a brawl happened. I was skating back and... I was kind of the blue line, just kind of watching. And the next thing I know, McNiven was skating towards me. And it was like 2 nothing with like 10 minutes left in the game. And I kept shaking my head, no, I didn't want to fight. I was scared. And uh, he kind of took his <laughs> he took his gear off. I didn't really have a choice. So I had to kind of just take my gear off. And luckily, I didn't get hit. So, Well, that's that's the best. If you can avoid getting hit, that's, that's my kind of fight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, so if we're going to classify LT's fight as a fight, who else has been in one? No. I have had a few. <laughs> you had a few? Is that in the American League? Uh, I had two in the American. I've never fought a goalie. I've only fought. <laughs> Always the small forwards. Two, after, uh, two in the American League and two in the East Coast League, I believe. I don't remember. You're probably the only guy in this chat that took warm-up without a helmet on, too, as a goalie. <laughs> uh, no, no. He didn't take any shots, though, thank goodness. Yuri, we got to say congrats, Yuri, uh, being named the Eastern Conference Goaltender of the Year and a nominee for the WHL Goalie of the Year. Uh, obviously, you were having a great run. team was 24-4 and four in the last stretch of games. What was, uh, what was making you so successful this year? And be careful, because Tyler is listening. <laughs> oh, we lost. Oh, Wi-Fi is cutting out. Well, I, you know, I think uh, Yuri, Yuri had uh, the second half of the year. He was just completely dialed in. I, I'll uh, attribute it to the entire team. It was team success, right? Um, I think you guys could just see a shift in, in the way everyone was playing. And, and uh, we often referred to it as Yuri's zone. He was in the zone all year. And, and uh, I, I'm sure I can attest to everyone in this group, when you get into that zone, the, the puck feels like a beach ball. And uh, you, you just feel it. And he was feeling it night in and night out. And uh, the team felt confident in him. I'm sure if you asked anyone on the ice, they would say uh, how confident they were that he was going to do the job. So I think uh, that hand, worked hand in hand and uh, built to a lot of team success. Well, I got a question on Twitter when I posted this from a at IGE underscore 97. He said, this right here is the cream of the crop of Wheat King's goaltenders in his lifetime. From Plant to Paperni, there was never a drought in goal. Um, his question is, and we'll start with you, Paps. When did you know you had won the starter job? Was there a specific moment where someone told you, hey, you're the number one, or a certain moment where you knew you were the starter? Paps, start with you. Uh, I guess my first year, uh, I was 17, and it was me and Curtis Honey. And Hans uh, was a great goalie partner. He battled a little bit of injuries. He broke his finger and then had uh, some concussion problems. And I kind of just, I guess, de facto got kind of put into a role where I was playing every game. And, um, you know, when he came back, we, we kind of just went back and forth. And then in playoffs, I uh, I got to play. And the next year, um, Krim told me that he wasn't coming back. So, um you know, from my 18-year-old year, I kind of, 
I knew that summer that I was going to be the guy, and yeah, that's kind of how it all played out. Tyler? Uh, I was a 17-year-old rookie as well. Uh, my goalie partner was Mike Nickel, absolutely fantastic guy, fantastic teammate. Uh, I think we split first half of the year, and then after Christmas, uh, we, I started to play a little more often, and then uh, right into playoffs, I kind of adapted into the starting role that year. Uh, and Mike was a year older than me, and and uh, a teammate from when we were growing up, and he was an absolutely fantastic guy about it, fantastic teammate, and I believe he went on to be an anesthesiologist, so I think he's uh, doing just fine without hockey. <laughs> well, LT, yours was a little different because you and Paps were there together, and obviously when Paps was traded, that's when you took over. What was that moment like for you? You had to be a little relieved in the sense, but probably a little sad to see your buddy go as well. Yeah, I think I was never relieved to see Paps go. I think uh, I saw Paps on the uh, on the staircase as soon as it happened, and you know we both just started crying. But no, it, it's uh, I never really knew. I think I was the starting goalie until I was twenty years old. Um, obviously, we brought in Travis Child, and I mean that's another healthy competition right there. And um, yeah, I never really kind of knew I had the starter job until I, I guess my twenty year old season coming in as a you know a full year being a starting goalie and. But uh, I, I think it made me better in a lot of the healthy competition and, and going back and forth, especially with Paps. He, I think he pushed me every day, and he definitely made me a better goalie. And um, it's a lot of credit goes to him. He, he, he's definitely a guy that you can watch and practice and games and learn a lot from. And Yuri, did you know you were going to be the starter coming from the U.S.? Uh, no, I was just that was just probably one of my goals to be a to be a starter in uh, my, my first year in Canada. So. It was a little bit different coming from U.S. because I didn't really play as much as I wanted. And, yeah, we were splitting, like, every other game. And, uh, yeah, kind of when I was in the, in Canada for the first year, I I was playing quite a lot, a lot of games. So I didn't really think of that role as a starter. I was just, like, happy with Happy with playing. the fact I mean, you were in I was there. Continuing <laughs> so... Well, it turned out yeah, for you. Yeah. One of my favorite questions, and especially for guys who aren't, you know, born and raised in Brandon or the area who don't know a lot about the Wee Kings, is what was your first impression of the Wee Kings? Um, you know, even even going back to like that moment that you were first drafted, is it a, a team that you knew anything about? Were you at all excited to, to come? And then what was your, kind of your first memory of being a Wee King? If it was practice, a game, or, or, or whatever. Pops, you first. Uh, I guess I remember watching the draft, um, watching the draft and, and the brand of Kings actually picked cord cord banquets. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah. Um, so cord banquets, he's, he's still to this day, one of, one of my best buddies. And, uh, so he got taken at, uh, camera early in the draft. And I remember kind of thinking to myself like, Oh, Brandon, like that's, that's far and never really clued in. And then, you know, a couple 10 or 12 picks later, whatever it was, I ended up getting taken and, um, you know, that was kind of my first initial impression. And then from, you know, arriving there, I remember being in the, the Canad Inns and in training camp and uh, smelled like, uh, what's, the, what's the word to put it? <laughs> like agricultural <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but it was great. It was it felt like home right away. And, um, you know, I got to skate with Planner because uh, I believe he was still going and playing pro that, those, that following year, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. We did a goalie session together. Was it with Z or yeah, it was with Z. 
it was with Z and yeah, I almost threw up after that. I was, it was pretty, pretty intense, but uh, yeah, it was good. And, you know, Flounder made me feel welcome right away and so did everyone else. It was just overall a really great experience. And, you know, talking to a lot of Wheat Kings, we always love hearing those stories and it, and it seems like it's almost like a, something that the that the veterans like a, a pride patch that they wear that they get to share that knowledge or kind of help the young guys get into the organization and that's kind of why we always really like having all four of you because you guys all have direct links together at least somewhat um now i want to go back to my question originally but while i got this on my mind tyler when you started being the goaltending coach how long into that because you did coach Paps, so there, there, there was some overlap there, right? Like you have coached all three of these guys now. Yeah, you bet. Right. Wow, that's awesome. So LT, sorry. So back. So your first impression of the Wheat Kings? Did you know anything about it? Anything about the team? Obviously, you knew they existed, but did you know anybody on the team? Was there anything that that kind of drew you? To it? Uh, no. I remember sitting. I was in class actually on my phone uh, during math class, um, kind of just refreshing the app for. Uh, the dub draft and um i never thought i was going to get drafted and, and saw my name in the sixth round and i had no idea where brandon was i was lucky enough to get drafted with my teammate uh braylon schmear so me and schmearzy came here together um which was nice and and obviously lowing knowing the wheat kings looking at their past draft results they had you know paps here and being a first round pick that was a guy that you know held the competition again and looking up to but yeah other than that i really knew nothing about brandon and I was just super excited to get the opportunity to be drafted and, and, and the team wanted me. So I was just happy to, to be a part of the organization. And, 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 and I can actually attest to that Falco because I, I wrestled with whether or not I was going to tell this story, um, <laughs> but I, I did, I wrestled with it and I, I just, I didn't want to throw LT under the bus right away, but he was like, there's my parents, there's people in this chat plant. So let's, let's yeah, keep it he nice. Was, <laughs> he was late to the party. So, to attest that he knew nothing about the organization, I remember <laughs> when I was young, growing up watching Jamie Hodson, Joe Mark Cruz, uh, Rob McVicker, Jeff McIntosh, I just thought those guys were the greatest. I, I looked up to them, I wanted to be like them. Uh, you know, they went on to have pro careers. And I was really, you know, I, their brain really wrapped my head around what it, you know, what it was like to be them. And so I thought it was important that when I was done playing with the Wheat Kings to try and be a role model and, you know, and be helpful to these young guys. Cause I was still uh, prolonging my career and I had helped out with training camp, met Logan, you know, even coached his team. And then the following year goes by and we're in the summer and I'm actually out at a friend's uh, bachelor party in Calgary. And I right away, rec- I'm, I'm at a, an adult establishment at the bar, <laughs> let's call it. And I see Logan and I actually go over to say hello to him. Just say, hey, you know, he's probably going to make the team next year. Or, hey, Logan, how's it going? He goes, hey, Roback, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> coming out. Then I ended up coaching him, which was hilarious. So, he, didn't, he didn't know anything. So okay. it was dark. It was, was, dark. was I had a tall guy. It, I told it was, but it like, was an accident. So, <laughs> like, did you know Kobe somehow from something else then? No, I've never met Roby in my life. But I was like, "What's up, Roby?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, that makes it even better. It's like somebody that yeah. you didn't even meet yet, but somehow uh, still yeah, was, organization. Wow. And I remember like and Plant, Plant was so, so offended too. Like, you think Plant would have laughed it off? He was like offended. 
know who he was. It was like I was embarrassed too. But Plum was like, like gave me the dirtiest look. Like I should know who he is, but <laughs> my bad. Come on, like you know, I, I was or like going back to it. I was like borderline nervous to talk to these older guys who had played before me. Like so much respect, and he's calling me bro. <laughs> handshake at me, like, like calling me Roback. So. <laughs> Terrible first impression. Well, we've got uh, we've got a comment on the YouTube page, and it's from equipment manager Scott Halady, and he chimed in right at eight oh two, and he just said, "Nice work, LT," and I'm assuming that's referring to you being late. So, even Scooter says, uh, "Nice work." Uh, I got to ask before we got to get LT's thoughts or uh, Yuri's thoughts. Did you know anything about Brandon when you got drafted? I know you were in Iowa, but did you have any clue where you were going? Uh, no, I remember when uh, the import draft was uh, underway, and uh, I was just going on. on... Yes. <laughs> this is actually this is awful, Yuri. Yeah. The Czech Republic. Oh, it's tough to talk we, to you, bud. We got to get some Westman Communications fiber optic cables right into Yuri's basement or something. <laughs> Paps, I got a question Jesus here. Christ. I'm not going to tell you, Paps. I'm not going to tell you who this question came from. You have to guess. Yeah. But a question came into my phone. He said, hey, Crozy, you got to sneak this question into Paps. Rumor has it that you're the worst darts player that's ever existed. What is your response? Is that Chad Wally? That, that's my billet, uh, billet Chad Wally. Um, so Chad and Michelle Wally, uh, they were my billets while I was in Brandon. Um, and the two boys, Sawyer and Xander, and they were uh, – they were awesome. Me and Chad, uh, we, we battled pretty much every night in any sort of competition you can imagine, whether it be cards, darts, mini sticks, pretty much, pretty much anything. So he still to this day thinks he has the upper hand on me, but you know, I, I could put that to put that to bed. It's, it's not true at all. We're supposed to also ask you about some mime wrestling match. <laughs> is that, is that Bradley Schoombart? <laughs> yes, it is. Possibly. One of your yeah. Calgary teammates. Yeah. Possibly. Yep. Not sure what that's yeah. about though. Yeah, so it's kind of a funny story. So at Calgary, and, and LT can maybe chime in on this, there, there's this last day of school um, thing at, at University of Calgary they have. It's called BSD, um, Bermuda Shorts Day is what it stands for. And it's it's just basically a giant party on the last day, and uh, everyone dresses up in kind of shorts and, and beach theme. And our hockey team decided to do uh, a mime theme instead. So we all dressed up as mimes, and uh, – Everyone else was wearing like beach beach attire, so it's it's a pretty fun event. There's probably LT. Do you kind of know a little bit about it? Uh, no. <laughs> there's, there's a there's a lot of kids there. Like there's, I want to say like this might be exaggerating it, but there's probably about. Uh, I don't think that surprises uh, anybody either. Uh, I love it. <laughs> he lives in Calgary, hey? Like um, He's a Calgary anyway. guy, you should know. He lives in a Calgary. But, he lives in a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which now is a, is about, very much a good thing so that's okay <laughs> yeah, yeah um so yeah we dressed up as a mime and, and me and this guy bradley Scoombart, we 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 kind of weren't talking the whole the whole night and there's probably honestly about i want to say ten thousand kids on campus kind of in a in a small area and it's, it's it's a lot of fun and uh we decided to organize this like mime wrestling fight me and scoob and in order for me to convince him to do it, I, he had to be on the winning end of it. So he ended up doing that, the Randy Orton RKO on me in the, the middle of this uh, grassy patch of the UFC. So it was a lot, it was pretty fun. We got a little video of it and everyone kind of got into it. It was pretty fun, but that's, that's the story behind that. I got a, 
I got a question. I'll start with Yuri. It looks like he's got a decent connection. Make this quick, Yuri. Who's your all-time favorite Wheat King teammate? Ooh. That's tough. Yeah, That's a tough one. <laughs> Zach Whitting. Zach Whitting. All right. Paps, what do you got? Yeah. Well, can, can you repeat the question? Or, all-time favorite teammate or, in Brandon. Or Krooks. <laughs> oh, jeez. There's a... Oh geez, there's a lot of guys. Oh, I mean, LT is... We still talk every day, so <laughs> I'm never gonna hear about this if I don't see L... if I don't say LT. But I mean, all the goalie partners I guess I had over the years were were awesome, and you kind of have a special bond with those guys. I'd say every year, um, you know, you just kind of you're kind of the only two guys on the team that understand. You know, you play a different position. It's a little bit different than everyone else, right? So you you develop a little bit of a bond with them and. Uh, I guess every goalie partner I've had throughout throughout the years, and me and LT obviously won a championship together, so uh, that one for sure. And yeah, all the guys have been great. Tyler, I know you and Billy are pretty tight now, but say so I got to go with uh, Billy's Beef or Lego there. <laughs> yeah, this podcast should be brought to you by Billy's Beef. Uh, I'll get our salespeople on it. Are you just saying that because he dropped off a package of ground beef at your house the other day, or was he seriously your favorite teammate? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can classify a favorite teammate. Me and me and Mark were pretty tight. Uh, actually, we probably got tighter the older we've gotten. I'd say uh, I I was really t- when I was playing. I was really tight with Sammy Sandell. Actually, uh, he was a Finnish hero. I remember he didn't. Uh, we were bunk mates, so we had. You guys all know the bunks on the weeking bus, and when you're a rookie, you have to share them, and they're very tight. And uh, Sammy had a rough start to the year. He didn't score until, I don't know what it was, game 40 or something. And uh, he, he, it was like a 8-1 loss in Lethbridge. And it, he was the one, or 8-2, and he sullied so hard. I just <laughs> we were getting killed. And, uh, he always stuck with me. He, he couldn't really speak English when he first got here, so we hung out a lot, and I helped him out and stuff. And he just kind of is a good guy. LT, who's your favorite? Uh, I got to agree with Paps. Like I said, we, you know, he was a guy that is, was there since my first day at training camp. And, you know, we played a couple of years together and I learned a lot from him and he was always there for me and, and always helped me. So, um, we won a championship together and I definitely, uh, learned a lot of things from him. And yeah, like I said, he was a great teammate and, and the guy you looked up to And definitely, uh, I agree with everything Paps said. What are you guys uh, doing now for the summer? I mean, obviously, everything like life is kind of on hold. But I mean, in terms of like when hockey does pick up, obviously, you guys have plans going forward. So how are you trying to stay active and kind of staying ready for that? I don't know who wants to take that one first. Let's go. Are you allowed on the ice, Paps, LT, Yuri? Are you guys allowed to go to any rinks anywhere or anything? I'll set nothing here. (laughs) No. Yeah, nothing here. So is there any way to simulate what you guys need to do to training, or do you generally feel like you guys are going to be behind if this thing starts back up in September again? Any any of you guys want to jump on that one? Um, I've always been an on-ice guy, I think, Uh, but uh, I definitely – been working on my cardio and uh, and stretching. I mean, as much – it's really all I can do. I'm pretty limited on what I can do here. And so she and Brandon, nothing's really available and I don't have a weight set or a rack or anything like that. So just staying, you know, being able to just stretch and, and work on my cardio and just body weight stuff here at home is really all I'm, I, I can do. And that's what I'm going to keep doing until hopefully stuff starts to open up. Who does yoga? Chelsea McCrimmon. 
<laughs> well, we all know that Chelsea McCrimmon does yoga. Has any of you guys tried her live uh, yoga on Instagram? I thought about it, but I just felt like it'd be a bad idea. She did that handstand thing the other day, and I texted her right after. I tried oh. it and flat on my face. <laughs> if any one you of you three, try what she does, what do you what are yeah. you thinking? We are so far behind. Even even all four of you are in better shape than me and Falco. But I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest trying that for the safety of your neck and your vertebrae. No, but boys, no shame in going to any of the yogas, especially the yogas in the park. There, fantastic uh, on a on an old summer day. Are, are they still doing it here in Brandon? Well, probably not, not now. Not but... right, not right now. But uh, oh, up until last darn. summer, she was. Yeah, and they were awesome. They were yeah. always good. Um, She's going to love, by the way. She's going to love there's a part of the podcast where we started talking about yoga. Yuri, (laughs) in Europe, is it the same? Are you allowed to get to a rink or are you locked down too? Aside from your internet. No, I'm literally literally doing the the same thing like LT, just going for a run and just doing cardio and some home workouts. That's about it. Uh, certainly uh, difficult. Okay, so let's go back. I, I want to ask. I got a question here. Another one came in on Twitter from. Uh, well, I can't. Well, it's just a bunch of letters. But anyway, they basically said, "What was your favorite moment as a Wheat King?" Obviously, Paps and LT have the championship. Tyler had some great playoff runs. Yuri was only here for a couple years. Start with you, Tyler. Let's go back in the history vault. What was your favorite moment as a Wheat King? Um, I'd have to say the, uh, the playoff run when we went to the finals against Kelowna, my rookie year. Um, I mean, obviously it still bothers me the way it ended and I'm sure everyone on that team would say the same thing. Uh, but, uh, just the whole ride, the whole year was just uh, a lot of fun. I still have it up there and one of my best hockey memories for sure. Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's hard to, to beat the, the championship we had, um, I mean, that's why you play, right? You play to, to win that and lift the trophy. And I, I still have the, the picture here framed with every one of us in it. And, um, I mean, it's hard to beat. I mean, that's, that's a memory that'll last a lifetime. And, and to this day, like I still, you know, there's little things throughout that whole experience that still kind of bring back memories that I'll always kind of shoot a Snapchat to a, a random guy that kind of, you know, maybe some story or something from along, along the lines of back then and, um, kind of brings it back. But other than that, yeah, that's all I can really really think of at the moment how does your nose feel <laughs> <laughs> it's good i get asked about that quite a bit because all the pictures are of me with my head back and then after my nose is stuffed with with kleenex because uh i ended up getting hit from the back and into the back of uh mccoy Air camps head and my nose it was just bleeding everywhere it's pretty pretty bad but yeah i made a made for a good story i guess so your injury happened during the celebration <laughs> yeah yeah, you can actually. There's actually a, a really good picture of Duker, Reed Duke jumping up. He's like midair on the pile. He's like on top of the pile, right by the net. And it's like his body goes in the back of my head into Erx's back of Erx's head. So <laughs> it's kind of a little freeze frame of that. Every time I see that, I remember. Remember LT, that moment. I imagine you've got a you know similar experience. Uh, the championship, your your favorite moment. Yeah, it's hard, definitely hard to beat that. It's my first championship, and uh, that was a special group of guys. And, you know, just, you know, I only played 20 games a year, but that was just a privilege being a part of uh, the Wheat Kings and that team. And like I said, it, it definitely, uh, you learn a lot from it and, and learn how to be a champion. And, yeah, I, I love every minute of it, and that's something that's going to, you know, be with me forever. Yuri, do you have a favorite moment from the last two years? Uh, yeah, probably uh, when we were on a 10-game winning streak. And then uh, 
the season before when we beat PA back to back, we were the only team that beat them back to back. So I think that was pretty special. Did you guys hear me at all? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. That was your best answer yet. Yeah, that was your best answer yet. I feel bad. We we kept uh, we kept Yuri up, and uh, now it's not even working. Yeah, I, I, I don't we, know if we've talked about this on like on the podcast yet, but like it's three a.m. in the Czech Republic. So <laughs> Yuri's playing the, PS4 at this hour every day, anyway. Uh, he's, uh, he's, <laughs> he's fine. Only because of ULT. Only because of ULT. Yeah, always keep me up. As we as we wind things Don't down, obviously, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna wind things down as we wrap up the, this edition of the weekly harvest. Don't want to keep you guys any longer, but I'll finish on kind of one one final question uh, from me. Uh, if you had to explain to a kid that's going to get drafted on Wednesday, one piece of advice about going to Brandon, what would your piece of advice be? I'll start with you, Tyler kids getting drafted your first comment to them what piece of advice are, are you giving them don't call your goalie coach roback <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I think i would say uh you're, you're very fortunate to be drafted by uh such a first class organization and uh and i still tell people that the Wheat kings are my hockey family and uh and welcome to the family and and just tell them to embrace it because junior hockey goes by before you know it as i'm sure all you guys can agree with perhaps well i think obviously to build off what planner said just enjoy the whole experience in general but in particular brandon it's such a special place it's kind of got its own personality i guess winnipeg's now in the league so i was going to say there's the only manitoba team but um you know it, it carries a very it, it's weight and gold and um you know just to enjoy it and it's carries a lot of history and there's so many great players that have came through the organization um yeah just enjoy every minute of it lt yeah i agree it's a you know a place you're gonna fall in love with you know me, me being from a big city uh, i definitely fell in love with brandon and uh you know they're a great organization you're gonna have to work for everything but uh they'll make you a better person and a better hockey player when you're done and what about you yuri finally uh, final thoughts i just want to go to bed <laughs> <laughs> No, I think uh, I met a lot of people who have different opinions of, about the city, but I, I absolutely loved it. And uh, it was such a great experience to be in Brandon for two years, and I really enjoyed every minute of, a minute of it. So uh, I loved it there. And I, I think that that's what kind of shocks a lot of people is when you talk about other cities across the league, that when players kind of just travel here, it's different, but when you play here and you live here and you get to know the culture and and and, and the people and the team, it really kind of changes the, the 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 your your whole perception of it. And the fact that Yuri last summer, you basically lived here throughout the summer doing yeah. the schools. Like LT, you yep. come back, you 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 help out. Um, like Paps, we've even seen you a couple times over the last couple of years, like popping by for different things. Hopefully, we can't get rid of Tyler. We can't get rid of Tyler. <laughs> <Can> we see. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we did and then he's, he's back um <laughs> but it, i think that just kind of speaks to it too like people who don't have roots here end up having roots here uh once they're done in in, in some way or another or at least want to come back and 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 be a part of it for even a couple of weeks couple of months if this wasn't going to be going on throughout the summer were you guys going to be uh, scheduled to come back here doing any goalie schools around the area this uh in the next little bit lt you first uh, yeah, I'm going to help out 
if it's still going is Tyler Pond's goalie school. I always seem to help out there and, uh, it's a great goalie school and then the weekend hockey school if they need me. But yeah, I pretty much live in Brandon now every summer. So yeah, I'm always around if needed and available if, yeah, if they need me. Yuri, were you going to be cause, you know, coming back over here now that all this is going on, you're just going to be staying over in the check. Yeah. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll just be staying over here. It's until I know what's the, what's the, I don't know what's, what's worse, is Yuri being quarantined or something you, in the in the summer. How do you play video games on this internet connection, Yuri? He I, does, I just don't get it. He doesn't play video games. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys play? It's not my fault. Uh, we, we we play along with everything. Like NHL, GTA, COD, but the guy's doing this twenty four seven, so it's hard to play with the guy. <laughs> Tyler's the old man in the group as he's watching his kids play video games in the living room right now. <laughs> he's not playing. I tried to I try to get him to play like Mario with me and they just like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Mario's made a well, bit of a comeback in the last little bit though. Oh yeah, we play Mario Party. You jump around. Yeah. That's insane. But I, I like the old school like and Super Nintendo N64. Well, boys, uh, this was fun, and uh, if this goes on, obviously, much longer, uh, we'll probably have you on a little later in the summer, maybe not all six of us at one time, maybe go a little more individualized, but I think for episode two of season two, uh, we had a lot of people that were excited about it. People love the goalies, whether it's because the pads, the mask, the fact that you guys are pretty good with the fans. I know, especially LT, when my wife was the team photographer, you seem to have a pretty good eye for which corner she was set up with the camera, and that seemed to be the corner that you would go in for your skate to every single time. Yeah, and the hair flip. So if she switched to the other corner, all of a sudden your skate ended up in the other corner too, and I think you're I, good with I the don't see what I'm going to throw out of the bus all the time. I think Yuri's got a lot of some water spit photos going around too. <laughs> What's going on here? Yuri's always showing his Listen, but, when when uh, Yuri chooses what side he's going to do his hair flip on, it's not based on the camera. It's I'm based just... on, on, on on who's sitting in those seats, if you uh, know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, before we go, uh, we got to do two things with you guys. Uh, number one is we got to do a little thing here that we're going to call make a face. So we need you guys. We're going to take a screenshot of the of this. This is going to be the thumbnail of the podcast. So if you're going to smile, if you're going to be serious, I don't want to have anything all weird glitchy. And for us to do this, we got to do this properly. So here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. Make a face. There you go. Good job, boys. Um, well, secondly, we appreciate you having on. And and just crow. You mentioned uh, like trophy winning goaltenders. We King fans love their goalies. We know this. We have got former fan favorites here, but we've got more than that. Quickly, who's got, and I did not research this because I want to see the like, live, who's got the most trophies at the year-end awards among you guys? Because all you guys have had some pretty successful years. Yuri, Yuri or Paps, for sure, I think, between those two. I don't know. Yuri cleaned up this year, but Tyler's got the name on the wall in the weight room, which I think is, is what matters, right, Tyler? I just don't know if that board's been updated. <laughs> You're hoping it doesn't I almost, get updated. I, I almost got his record this year, so. Yeah. I almost won a championship. <laughs> Paps, you can try, chime in here. You're the only one. End it off. Yeah, I, I guess I could. I don't want to really you did go win that far with it. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. Someone might have to dig that up and see. I mean, um, and because, because like LT, like 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 the year after, I think you you won three or four that year as well. I think almost the same amount as Yuri. Most hair flips. <laughs> All hair flips. Yeah. Best hair flip. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not too sure how. Like, but I I think Yuri or perhaps Yuri for sure cleaned up this year. I mean, I, I was watching on Twitter and it seemed like every award was going to that guy. He's hogging them this year. Doesn't want to share. I got one final thought. Each one of you guys has been through a really strange moment in Wee King's history. I'll go to Tyler Plant first. He was a part of the smiley face, which became a wild thing where fans were just throwing smiley faces onto the ice, all because a volleyball or a sewer ball got stuck in the rafters. Paps ended up on the team that got the mumps, and I think Paps ended up getting the mumps at one point. LT was a part of the Fog Bowl, and I think Paps, you were a part of that too. And then Yuri was a part of the season that got cut short. So not only do you guys have some records in the weight room and on there, you guys have been a part of some really historic waking moments that are going to go down in history uh, as probably not great hockey moments, but some really weird trivia questions moving forward. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> kind of an odd thing, but you guys are all weirdos. <laughs> yeah. It's either bad luck or just strange luck. One or the other. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we, also, we also won 10 in a row and lost 10 in a row my 20-year-old season. Oh, so right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's hard to do. <laughs> Wait, yeah, cool. so like uh, Yuri won 10 in a row, LT won 10 in a row. Paps, I don't know if that championship year, was there a 10 in a row streak that year? Won 20 in a row. I'm sure we could have, we could probably find one in there, maybe. There was I don't a know. lot of winning streaks in, the, in, in that year. And Tyler, going back to yours, was there ever a one? Yours was one? 10, right? Yours was 10, or was okay. it 11? Yeah, I, thought, I, think, I thought it was 10, but I don't know. Yeah. No, you guys right. are the cream of the crop. We appreciate you guys taking uh, time out to, to join us and do this. Um, really kind of just try it out, really, you know, live for the first time with guests. And uh, like I said, I'm glad that we got to do it with, you know, four guys who are fan favorites. I know the fans are going to get a kick of the scene, you guys, and, and all the best. And really looking forward to when hockey schools get back up and running. That We'll see you guys back around Brandon here again. Sounds Thanks, good. Yeah. Thanks, Sounds bro. good. Thanks you for guys have us. a good night. Bye, Yuri. <laughs> good night. <laughs> good night, Yuri. All right, that is the weekly harvest podcast for this week. Crow, thank you so much for, for uh, joining us here. Uh, we are going to be having this uploaded beginning uh, tomorrow at noon across all the traditional podcast channels. So if you want to download it that way, you can, um, or it's going to live right now here on the Q uh, YouTube page after, so people can check it out there. Good stuff. Next Monday, we'll be uh, back here live at eight o'clock. Thank you, everybody, for uh, for joining us. We'll see you then. Bye. Be sure to follow Q Country and the Wee Kings on Twitter and Facebook for all your Brandon Wee Kings news. Thanks for listening to the Weekly Harvest.